friends, and welcome to episode four of Social Scoop. This is a podcast by your social mate, hosted by yours truly, Kristen Busque, aka K Busk. And I'm so excited for today's episode. Honestly, if you've been listening this far to episode four, you're the real MVP. This podcast has brought me so much joy, and I really, really have been so appreciative of the response that we've gotten so far. People seem to really be enjoying it. Honestly, I'm having so much fun recording this and putting this out for you, so, I mean, let's just keep going. (laughs) We're going to keep going until we can't any longer. Okay, so... Let's dive into some of the news that we have to share with you this week before we get into our amazing guest today, who is one of my best friends, Sonia. She's incredible. The second half of this episode is super, super helpful. If you are someone who feels like you struggle with imposter syndrome or you're maybe not as confident as you'd like to be on a daily basis when it comes to your life, or your content, anything like that. So Sonia has so much insight to offer, and she just has this amazing, carefree attitude, which is one of the reasons why I love being friends with her so much. So I hope you love listening to Sonia and I's conversation. It was really, really great, and I think she offered a lot of very helpful insight. So first piece of news that I want to share with you today, Instagram is launching the Add Yours sticker. This happened earlier in the week, last week, so you've probably already heard about this news so far, but if you have not, let me explain a little bit about what it is and what it does. So if you haven't heard about this sticker yet, it is a new sticker that you can add to your Instagram stories essentially as a way to connect with new people and have a little bit more fun with what you're sharing in terms of your story content. This new sticker can basically show you all of the users who have used that exact same sticker when you tap on it. So I'll give you an example because it's kind of a weird one to explain. So I posted one the other day that said, show me a picture of, you know, your favorite pet picture. And what we did was I shared a pet picture and I put the add your sticker there so that anyone who taps on that, it will automatically take them to Instagram stories so that they can add their own pet picture, dog picture, and then it will show the same sticker as the one that I use. So if then their followers tap on it, they'll see that I use that sticker, they'll see that the person who shared it used that sticker, and anyone else who also used it. So why it's cool is because I'm the one who started it, Everyone who clicks on that is going to see me right up at the top. So it's really great in terms of building a new audience and having a little bit more reach. When people click on that, they can discover your profile. So it's pretty cool. I don't think it's like the most groundbreaking thing in the world, but it is just a little fun piece of... of It is something fun that we can use on stories because sometimes stories, you know, kind of feel more like an obligation. So it's definitely worth trying out. I always notice that when I'm jumping on these new features as they're happening, I definitely see good results with them. So it's something that I would recommend checking into. Next thing that I wanted to talk to you about today, this is especially for any influencers who share pieces of clothing or home products or beauty products or any products that their audience wants to see, they share those with them. There's a new affiliate program on Instagram and it's very cool. I think it's very new. I did talk about it last week, but there have been some updates that I just wanted to share with you 
you to kind of explain the progression that we've already seen in just the first week that this feature has been available. However, I was a little confused on first of all how to create the guides, which I'm actually still a little confused on. But the other piece of it is you can actually tag products as an influencer or creator on stories and in posts as well. So this is what I've kind of experimented with in the last week or so since I've last spoken with you and it's actually really cool and I like this a lot. I saw a few of my friends using it and I actually will show you if you're watching the YouTube video you can see some examples here but essentially what it will look like on stories you'll be able to go up to that little sticker tab and then choose shopping and then from there you'll be able to choose the product that you want to tag in your story. This will show you when you're choosing the product what the commission is that you will receive and then anyone who taps on that sticker it will show you the sticker tabs just as it does you know link stickers and all of those other things but it's really cool because you can actually tag product on stories instead of sending your audience to like to know it or other places like that. You can also use this feature in the feed. So essentially what you can do here is when you're posting a feed post, you have the option to also tag products. They do not need to be products that you physically upload yourself. This is part of the affiliate program. So it's very cool if you are wearing, you know, maybe something that you got from Nordstrom, maybe you have like a cool hat on that you got from Lack of Color, whatever it is, many products at this point are on the affiliate program for Instagram. However, my biggest problem so far, again, I'm sure this will be solved with time, is that there are not a ton of brands on there. I do wish that there were more when they first launched because a lot of, especially the beauty products that are, you know, bigger brands that I would expect to be on there are not on there. However, I did just see that Sephora added their website on there as well. So you should be able to link any products that are sold at Sephora, which is obviously a large chunk of them. If you're a beauty influencer, that's very relevant to you. So affiliate program, I will definitely start using it a little bit more. However, I will say please make sure that you are not going crazy with this because people are going to get annoyed if you spam them too hard with affiliate links. I think that's inevitable, especially if you're not typically a creator that already shares like to know it links. I think if you are someone who's already like super hard into like to know it and all shop style and all that, I don't think you'll have a problem. But beware on how much you're going to share it if you are someone who does not typically share commissionable links. Is commissionable a word? I don't know. We're going to go with it. <laughs> So next thing that we're going to talk about here today is something that is super annoying, but it's good because we have the option to turn it off. I'm sure you've maybe seen this so far. I know Andrew and I both had it on our accounts. It is suggested accounts in your feed. What has happened with me when I'm scrolling through my newsfeed, I'll be scrolling and then I'll see a post from someone I don't follow and that was the first thing that kind of made me look at it and be like, what the heck is this? It was someone I didn't follow and then at the top it said suggested account and it showed people that are similar to the accounts that I do follow. So it'd be like account similar to X, Y, and Z and it would show someone that was really similar to that. So it's really cool if you like discovering new accounts. However, what I don't like about this as a 
regular consumer of content on Instagram is that I'm not gonna see the people that I follow as often because it was every four or five posts was another suggested person. Like, it was a lot. It was not happening, like, one every 20 posts. It was one every four or five posts. So it felt like a lot to me. And again, as someone who, you know, you follow people because you want to see their content, these are kind of just things that are going to push their content out even further, which I don't love from a consumer standpoint. Also, obviously, from an influencer or a content creator or brand or business standpoint, this is just putting more noise in our current followers' feeds, more chance that they're not going to see our content, which is so annoying because I feel like we already are having issues with reach. This is going to also throw the reach off a little bit. Hopefully not too much, but I definitely do think it's gonna make some sort of a difference. The great thing about this feature though, I will say a big thank you to Instagram. They did give you the option to turn this feature off no matter who you are or what kind of account you have. There's uh, three little dots up at the top right hand corner of one of those suggested posts and you can tap on that and you can mute it for 30 days. So if you don't wanna see those suggestions, you can mute it for 30 days and then obviously they'll start showing up again. If you wanted to mute them again, you can do that. So. This again has pros and cons. I mean, there could also be situations where your profile is shown as a suggested profile, which is great for growth. However, there are the cons of it's going to block people from seeing you a little bit more because if they're spending a certain amount of time scrolling, now there's more posts of people they don't follow there, which could be problematic. However, here's my theory, and this is just my theory, so don't come at me and say that I'm telling you fake news right now, but this is my theory. I believe it was last week I shared the fact that Instagram is testing the new homepage feature, or options, I guess you could say. In the top right hand corner, you would click on a little hamburger menu and it would show you multiple different feeds that you can choose from. The first one was just like home, second one was following, showing all the people you're following, and the third one was favorites, so you'll have the option to favorite people that will show up in that list. And I remember asking myself, what does home mean? If following is usually home for us right now, right, what does home mean? And my thoughts are that this homepage will almost be just suggested people. So like we're seeing suggested accounts on our feed randomly put in there, if this new homepage option of choosing between the three different homepages became an actual feature on the app, I would bet that that home button is going to be like suggested accounts or kind of like an explore page but more as a feed as they do on the TikTok for you page. That's kind of what it reminds me of. So that's just my theory. Don't come at me. I don't know. It seems like it makes sense. Does it not? I don't know. We'll find out. You know, I always try and figure this shit out and <laughs> as we know, Instagram wants to throw us some fucking loops in there and who the fuck knows what actually happens. But that's my theory. So I said it here first. We'll see what happens. Next cool feature, this is what I accidentally figured out and actually Andrew kind of figured it out for me yesterday and I was so pumped about it because I think this could be a big game changer and I'm very surprised that I have not heard one person talking about this at all. The feature is adding photos to your Instagram lives. So basically what happened, a little how-to, you would hold down the middle of the screen when you're on Instagram Live, you have to already be on live. 
hold down the screen and then a little menu pops up at the bottom. This has never been there before, at least that I've noticed. I've never seen anyone put photos in their lives, so I don't think this is something that's been around. You would hit a photo icon in the bottom left-hand corner, and when you click that, your camera roll shows up. Now, people can't see this part. When you click on one of those photos, they can see that photo, and what happens, the photo takes up the whole screen, and then in the top right-hand corner, that's where your face will go. The first thought I had here was, oh my gosh, this is going to be perfect for anyone who's like trying to do maybe like a little live seminar or anything like that where you could make a stories graphic, you know, make like a cute little Canva graphic, top right hand corner, make sure you leave space for your little, your face to show up. But then it would be so cool to have text there and be able to walk people through a seminar with text examples, with photo examples, whatever it is. I don't know if it works for video. Honestly, we did not try that. It just showed photos. He was talking about his tattoo, so he was able to basically just like show people the tattoo picture right there because he had it all wrapped up from just getting it done, but his face was still up in the corner. So his audience was able to see him and his photo that he was sharing at the same time. To get rid of it, all he did was still hold down the middle of the screen. That menu popped up on the bottom. He hit the photo button and it went away. So I'm really, really excited to use this feature. Honestly, I might fucking go live today to see what happens because I think it's honestly could be like a game changer. I think we could do some really cool like free trainings and things like that with that seminar or sorry with that photo sharing feature. So I like it. I'm very excited that it's here and I'm honestly really surprised that I have not seen one person using it or talking about it for however long it's been out. I have no idea. The last little feature that I want to talk about, this is something that Instagram is actually testing right now. They are testing the possibility of placing stickers in front or behind of other stickers. This reminded me immediately of Canva. When I go on Canva and I click on an element and I want to position it all the way in the front, position it all the way in the back, put it in front of this one, put it in back of this one, you click on the element and then when you long press on Instagram stories, what will happen is a menu will pop up and it will say place in front or move to back and then you'll be able to move that sticker or that element to the front or to the back depending on what you want it to look like. Again, just a really small little feature that they're testing right now, so don't go to your, your stories and try and use it right now. It is not actually out yet. It's just something that they're testing. However, this would be really awesome. I don't think it's, like, groundbreaking or anything, but I do love the fact that I don't have to, like, try and maneuver stickers in different places. Like, you know, you know how annoying that shit is. So I'm really happy that there's an possibly an option that's going to change that for us. So anyone who's into design is like screaming right now. You're literally screaming right now. <laughs> I was when I first saw it. So that is all the news that I have for you on this lovely day today. And we are going to dive right into our lovely guest, Sonia. Again, you're going to love her. Please go give her a fucking follow after this because she is just going to change your life. I don't want to be dramatic, but like she really makes you look at things differently and has a great perspective. So without further ado, my lovely friend, Sonia Singh. All right. So we are here with my lovely friend, Sonia, who I am so excited to have here because she is always just such a light on my feed and in my life. So Sonia, thank you for being here. And I would love to just start off by kind of hearing a little bit about you and what you do for anyone who is new and doesn't follow you already. 
Well, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Kristen, for inviting me to be on your podcast. Um, okay, so a little bit about myself. My name is Sonia, and I am a petite model and creator based in South Florida. Um, I share a lot of posing and creative content ideas on my Instagram and TikTok, and I also dash in a little bit of spirituality in there. Um, I'm very spiritual, very in tune to the universe, and I just love talking about that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's what you could learn from me. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and I think I had mentioned this on the first episode about how we're so similar, but also so different in you're very spiritual and again, like very in tune with all of that. And I'm like, so the opposite. And I wish I had more like spirituality in my life. And so I, that's one thing I really enjoy about seeing your posts and everything. I'm like, okay, this is my like dose of spirituality for someone who's very like facts, logistics, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, I totally get you on that. Cause I was that way too, like very, you know, fact, 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 but then I don't know, just, it just hit me one day and I'm like, yeah, just spirituality just makes sense. It just makes sense to connect with yourself and the ones around you. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so with, with spirituality, I think there's a lot that goes into all of that, but I think like being again in tune with yourself and like knowing who you are and being very comfortable with that. And I guess like confident is kind of goes hand in hand with that. And that's actually the first thing that I kind of wanted to talk with you about today. Um, because I feel like, you know, for someone who's coming to your page and seeing your content for the first time, I know that we all as creators come off as like very confident and everything is perfect and everything is great. And of course we have like the other side of things as well, but I feel like in your posts, like you come off as very like confident in yourself. And I think that's something that a lot of creators I know that I deal with through like my mentorship program and stuff are, are lacking. And it's kind of like the missing piece for a lot of people. So I guess I would ask like, how important do you think confidence is as an influencer, you know, like we're working with brands, getting mean comments, being like, you know, in the middle of the street, taking photos. Um, it's actually really funny before you give me your answer. I was reading this question to Andrew and he was like, imagine the looks they get when Kennedy is photographing. Then we got a tripod behind them, a drone in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confidence as an influencer. How important is it? Confidence is definitely key. And it's something that I've learned over the years. I mean, a lot of us, we do appear confident and I am a confident person, but Sometimes I do have my days where I'm not feeling my best, you know, um, but I think confidence is a learned uh, feeling that you learn over time. And for me, you know, just going for it is really important. And yeah. when you go for it, that means that you're confident, you know, and having confidence is really what's going to help you excel in this career. And sometimes it's okay to like, not feel 100% confident, you know, fake it till you make it. A lot of us are doing that on here. That's, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that's kind of like a, something that people perceive about us is that we're just, you know, we know everything, but really 
like you learn as you go and you just keep getting better and better. And my motto is progress over perfection. And, you know, if you're not confident right now, don't worry, you'll get there. Just keep, you know, having the courage and believing in yourself. Yeah. I guess courage is actually a very important word when it comes to influencing as well, because like you said, sometimes you just have to do it and just like have the courage to put something out there. And again, if it performs well, great. If it doesn't, which, you know, many times it doesn't, you at least put it out there and, and did something to kind of like take a chance. And I know even for me, like when I first started actually making money on Instagram, like I, I had imposter syndrome like crazy. And I feel like so many other people do too. Like, I just didn't know, you know, I was like, oh, well, I don't feel like I should be charging this much because like my, is my work even that good? Like, do people even care about what I'm posting? And I think so many people ask themselves the exact, the exact same questions. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, sometimes I hit you up and I'm like, Kristen, like, what are your thoughts about this? And, you know, I think everyone feels that way and it's important to be open about it because, you know, in the beginning, like, I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like how, how is everybody like getting these deals and stuff like that? But like I said, you learn as you go and, you know, the more how do I word this? The more that you do it, the more you'll like believe in yourself and those opportunities will come for you. You know, right. it's practice. It's the same with anything else. Like, again, the more you do it, the better it's going to get every time. Every time is a learning experience, you know, whether it's a post or you're negotiating collabs. I feel like that was something for me that I did a lot of trial and error before I got it right. But I feel like even today, as someone who, you know, is a mentor and, and does this as a full-time job, I still, there are days where I'm questioning myself and questioning if I did something right or should have changed it in a different way. Like even the most like quote unquote experienced people, I think still have those days where they're like, Oh, this person's better than me. Should I even be doing this? Am I good enough? Like, I think that's just kind of like human nature, no matter how experienced you even are. Yeah, no, 1000%. I definitely agree with you. Sometimes like I'll send my rate over and I'm like, oh man, like, is that too much? Or should I, should I have asked for more? But you know, at the end of the day, like you just have to stop thinking so much about it and it is what it is kind of thing and just go for it, you know, regardless if you think that it's too much or not. A hundred percent. And that's something too, with negotiating, like, did I send out a rate that was too much quote unquote, like if it is too much, you can always negotiate down. I feel like there's rarely times when you send out a rate that's too high and a brand is just like, Nope, sorry. On to the next. And like, even if I did get an email back of a brand, that's like, Oh, sorry, that's out of our range. Maybe next time. Like I will still send an email back and be like, okay, well, like, what can you do? Like, where can we meet, you know, and try and make it work. Cause every brand is so different. You know, you could be pitching like H and M or something. And obviously they have a lot more money to spend than like your local boutique down the street. So every brand is going to be so different on what they would consider like an average price to be paying an influencer. So you have to be open to negotiating, but it's easier for you if you start higher than if you shoot too low and then you're like, oh crap, now I can't, like, if I have to negotiate, I'm much lower than I wanted to be. Yeah. There's definitely been times where like 
all send a rate and then they just accept it right away. And I'm like, damn, like, yep. I could have gotten more, but you know what? I don't want to be greedy. I am grateful for what I am getting. And you know, that's what matters. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's definitely funny. Cause I feel like I, I totally feel the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so do you ever have a hard time? Like getting who you are across in your content, because I know we were kind of talking about confidence and, you know, self-value and knowing who you are and everything. But I feel like sometimes I, I know we've talked about this, um, you know, off camera, but I sometimes feel like I have a hard time getting across like who exactly I am and what I'm there for. And I feel like you do this so well. So like, do you ever have a hard time doing that or, you know, how did you get to a point where like, you're just being totally yourself and people understand exactly who you are? So I definitely struggle. Like sometimes, like if I come on my stories and like, I'll refilm things, you know, cause I'm like, Oh, like I'm annoying or like that was kind of stupid or I messed up here and there, but then eventually like you really do just get over it. And I think that the best way to go about doing that is to really not care and, you know, be who you are, show up as yourself, because at the end of the day, like people are going to follow you for you, you know, and they see through the BS, like when you're pretending to be someone that you're not. And for me, like, I don't know. I feel like I can get a little bit more deep on my stories, but sometimes I like hold back because I'm like, oh, like people are probably not going to watch this or they don't care. And, you know, like that mindset kind of sets in. And sometimes I have to like, you know, pep talk myself and listen to my own advice and like not give a fuck about what people think, you know? Um, But I think I... I show really who I am, like that deep side of me through my captions, because I feel like I can just articulate myself better when I'm writing rather than speaking one-on-one, you know? Right. Um, But yeah, it's definitely like everything on social media. It's a learned thing. Like you just have to keep going at it and eventually- Yeah. I mean, I definitely do the same thing. Like, especially with stories, I'll, I've been trying to get in the habit of like, nope, first try, like just, just post it and get over yourself. If it's good. If you stumble over yeah. your words, if it sounds stupid, you sound annoying, whatever it is, just post it. Because yeah. I think that is more genuinely me when I do stumble over my words or like, you know, say something I shouldn't yeah. have said or whatever it is like yeah. just posting it, I think is kind of a good habit to get into, to like, stop worrying about it so much because I know for me as someone who's like a social media expert quote unquote whatever like you want to call my my job title sometimes it's difficult because I feel like when I'm talking my story sometimes I'm in such a role of like being a mentor and giving advice and teaching that I feel like I have like my teaching voice and I'm I'm not talking like I would normally talk to my friends like I'm talking like a like I'm talking on like a course or something you know so I I've definitely tried to kind of step away from that and just be like nope like how would I talk to my best friend about this and like I try and do it that way and then again first try just put it up there and see what happens and even like with TikTok I feel like TikTok is somewhere that I noticed that makes a big difference. Like if I'm too polished and too like perfect with my sentences on TikTok, 
versus if I have something where I'm like, look guys, you know, this is crazy. Like watch what happened. This, you're not even going to believe it. Whatever it is. Like yeah. if I'm talking a little bit more loosely, like I'm talking to my friends, my videos will perform so much better. Yeah. That's something that I definitely want to work on as well. And I don't know. I feel like every creator has like their on face, you know, like their on persona. And a lot of us can relate to that. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how, like why we do that. Um, But yeah, I feel like just being yourself, it is kind of hard sometimes, you know, Um, especially when you are kind of trying to come up, like, I don't know, share valuable things with people. So like, you want to seem knowledgeable, but then you all, you also don't want to seem like a robot at the same time. Like you want to have like personality and yeah, being an influencer and a content creator, it's hard. It's really really is. (laughs) (laughs) And all of those people who like comment on my whitelisted ads on Facebook and stuff, who who is this girl? What is she like? Who cares what she has to say? I'm just like, you know, like you have no idea how difficult our jobs are. And like for people to just be shitting on our community as a whole is so unfortunate. And I always think about this, like when I'm out and I meet people at like an event or something, they're like, oh, what do you do? I never say I'm an influencer. Never. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, I work in social media or like I'm a content creator. Even content creators like pushing it. (laughs) I know. Sometimes I don't even like know what to say, like that I am. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm just, I don't know. I just like to create stuff and do social media and just be myself. I don't know. (laughs) You're like, can I, can I just call that my job title? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, It really is difficult. And I, I feel like every time if I were to be like, oh yeah, I'm an influencer. All I can picture is like people in their heads going like, oh, so she just like sits around and plays with makeup all day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like actually never, literally never. No, that's actually not at all what I do. (laughs) Yeah. It's unfortunate, but you know, here we are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what people think, you know, and that's something that I tell, I I stress a lot on my stories. Just don't give a fuck. Like I have so many people, you know, that I like worked with and, you know, even were friends with that would judge me for what I did. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing something that makes me happy. Like I'm working towards building a career for myself and working towards my dreams that I've always wanted to fulfill. And, you know, other people's opinions, it's hard to look past them sometimes, but again, like who cares, you know, do you and just keep doing you always. At the end of the day, no matter what you do, no matter what field you are in anything like that, like there's always going to be people who have something to say about about literally anything you do. So it's hard to, you know, like you obviously want to take in like anything that's constructive criticism and things like that. But then there's so much just noise that you have to learn to block out again, no matter what industry you're in, there's just always going to be someone who has something negative to say, which is so unfortunate, but I feel like that's kind of just how the internet works at this point. (laughs) Yeah. We say fuck them. Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, that is, that is truly the motto. So, okay. Thinking about Instagram, TikTok, whatever, just social media in general, right now versus maybe like six to 12 months ago, 
what yeah. do you feel like you've noticed has changed the most? Like, do you feel better about it now? Worse about it now? Just still trying to kind of tune out the noise of good and bad now. How are you feeling now versus six to 12 months ago? Honestly, I deter in between like good and bad, but I'm more so on like the bad scale because I feel like with all of these Instagram updates, like it's just messing up, you know, reach and getting your stuff out there. And I feel like six to 12 months ago, it was so much easier, especially when reels like just came out. Like it was so easy to Mm -hmm. have a reel go viral, but now it's like, I've noticed the change and it gets to me sometimes, you know, like it sucks, but you know, the way that I see it is Instagram is energy and the energy that you give it, whether it be good or bad, like that's what you're going to get back, you know? And I try my best to think positively about it and to reprogram my mind and not look at it so logically you know, because that can get to you. Um, but I try to be in good spirits. Like I really, really try my best, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I deter in between good and bad. Right. right (laughs) I I feel exactly the same. Like it's, it's honestly so crazy. Like, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's crazy how polar opposite some of my days can be like, sometimes I'll have a post and it does like, okay. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Everything is great. Like this is what it is. It's going to be fine. And then like the next time I have a post that performs horribly, I'm just like, Oh, don't even talk to me. Like, I don't, I don't want, I'm quitting Instagram. I'm deleting my posts. I'm like, it's so crazy how different it can affect you. And it really yeah. is such a mindset thing. Cause like in both of those situations, the only thing that was different was like the way I thought about it. And yeah. I definitely like since I've realized, I'm sure you've kind of felt the same way, but like things have just been a little bit slower in terms of numbers in the last, I mean, few months, I guess. Um, and so instead of trying to, instead of letting it like tear me down, like it has in the past, I've been trying to like, all right, from now until the end of the year, I'm going to see how much I can not let this affect me. And I've been kind of challenging myself to like, not get so like upset about numbers and just kind of say again, like it is what it is. You know, I did everything that I possibly can to make this perform. Well, I'm happy with the content. And at the end of the day, like whatever happens with it at that point is kind of out of my hands. And I don't know if you feel the same, but it's, there's just nothing you can do at a certain point. You have to just live with it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And it's funny because just the other day I told Kennedy, I was like, you know, why am I stressing over like having this reel or this TikTok go viral? Like I'm just putting that stress on it. And then when I do that, like it just doesn't come because I'm setting a resistance between it. Like I'm expecting something to happen. And sometimes my expectations are like too... I don't want to say too big, but you know what I'm saying? And like, if we just post to post and not, you know, think about, oh, is this one going to go viral? Is this one to get over a thousand likes or whatever? Like if we just post to post because we genuinely love it and we genuinely like to create, then that's when all, that's when that reel and that TikTok is going to go viral, Yeah, you know? So I think my advice for creators is and for myself I guess 
is to just chill out, you know, like it's not that serious. And honestly, if you just relax, I promise you your experience on social media is going to be so much better. But when you constantly stress over it, it just, you know, you stay in that mindset and that frequency and you're just unhappy, you know? So like, why let social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, like why let that control your narrative? You know what I mean? When you're the person that's in control. So yeah, again, I, I, have to practice what I preach because sometimes it does get to me, you know, but you're human. Yeah. We're all human. Um, but yeah, I definitely just try to just not care, especially like if I post like an ad or something, I'm like, well, I already know this is not going to perform as well as my regular posts, but you know what? Like who cares at the end of the day, like I did it, it's done. And you know, you, you still, you still get the deals. You still get them coming. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's actually something that Andrew and I had talked about recently because I was like getting so upset about how my ads were doing. Like I had my numbers of last year of how things would typically go. This year has yeah. been very different. So I'm just like, oh my God, my ad is getting 400 likes. Like this brand is going to hate me. And he was just like, okay, but Kristen, you literally like, you've just told me three days ago that you got two other partnerships. Like, so, you know, there's, and I'm like, well, okay, you're right. All right. You're right. So there's a certain point where I'm just like, okay, I think brands also understand what we're going through. Some of them, I won't say all of them, but I do think they somewhat understand. And so the expectations I think are, you know, they match that a little bit more thankfully. Um, and also something else you said too, that I wanted to know something on, like, I, I know that for me, like I was creating at a certain point, I was creating what I thought people wanted to see from me versus what I wanted to do. And as soon as I made the shift of like, you know what, I don't want to post just like a picture up against a plain colorful wall anymore. Cause that's what I was doing for so long. And it would, for a very long time, it was performing really, really well. And I was like, okay, cool. I've got to take all my pictures against plain walls. Like, great, easy. I can do that. But like, you know, it got so old so quick. And I think people also felt the same way because it started to, you know, get lower and lower with all my numbers. And then maybe in the last month or so, I was like, you know what, again, I'm going to start creating content that just like, I like, instead of having a requirement of like, I have to be wearing this, I have to be at this location. I have to be talking about this. And it really is so crazy to see, like just in the last month, how different my content has been, but also how people have responded to it. Like it's been better than what I did in the summer, if not, you know, like about the same. And so I'm like, all of those expectations that I kind of set for myself now that I'm able to kind of like step out of them and just do what I want to do. It really is such a big difference on how I feel. But again, like things are actually starting to perform better. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Like I went through that similar, um, like trend and, you know, everything had to be colorful. My outfit had to be like the most extravagant thing. And then I was like, I don't even love doing this. Like I want to go back to my roots of what I like and who doesn't like it. Well, you know, they don't like it and that's fine. You don't have to be everybody's cup of tea. And the thing is like, I think it's important to include trends, you know, in your, um, content, 
But when you stick with that trend for a really long time, eventually that trend fades away. It's not a trend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And people aren't interested anymore. So I think the most important thing is trickle in trends, but always stay true to who you are and always do and create the things that you like, because in the end, you're going to be happy. You know, one thing that I'm learning is to not seek validation from others. And the only approval and validation that you need is from yourself. And when you are genuinely like happy about the content you create and you light up when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, like it just performs so much better because you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I definitely think that's something that's very important for anyone who's listening to like almost take a step back and look at what you're posting and be like, okay, do I even like this? Like, yeah. is this what I started for? You know, like we all started to create content for a reason. Is it mm-hmm. still fulfilling that reason? Or are you just like on autopilot at this point? Cause I, again, I feel like that's exactly what I was doing. It was just yeah. like, I have to do this. I have to do this and I have to do this and I'll get this result. Then when the results started getting different, that's when I had to change it. But it would have been great to, you know, not even get to that point and just the whole time being able to just do what I want to do and not feel like I had so much kind of like restriction. Um, So, okay. I want to ask you on the days when maybe like your post doesn't perform as well, like what does your routine look like? Like if you have a post that doesn't look great, are there anything like any logistical kind of things that you do to help it perform better? And then also like just in your life, what do you do when that, when something like that is happening? Okay. So logistically, um, if a, if a post isn't performing how I want it to, like, I just let it go. I don't stress over it. I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I put it out. I created it. It's done. Like I'm not going to stress over getting more likes and getting more shares, you know, like, of course, like I'm going to promote it, but I think that it's important to let it go. And when I am having my off days on social media, like I try not to be on my phone. I listen to music and, you know, I dance in my house. Um, I like to move my body a lot when I'm stressed. So longboarding by the beach, going to the beach, like that's that's what genuinely makes me happy. Like my second and third thing that I like to do besides creating, you know, is being in tune with nature and just going within and hanging out with myself and, you know, telling myself it's okay that that post didn't do well. I know it's a great post. I know that I created something amazing, but just because it's not reaching the amount of people that I want doesn't mean that that should upset me and ruin my day, you know? So again, like, I think it's just important to let it go. And instead of dwelling in that, you know, mindset, change your mindset by doing something that you love. Yeah, I I definitely do love that. And actually what you said kind of reminded me of this video that I saw on TikTok. I actually think it might've been this morning. And this guy was talking about how like value is, for some reason correlated with numbers so much. So like he was talking about like office chairs as a random example. And he was just like, 
if you go to Staples and you want to buy an office chair and like one is a hundred dollars and one is $300, you're like, Oh, well the $300 one must be better. You know, like it, it's, you price it higher. So people think it's better, but that doesn't always kind of mean that, you know, and it's the same with numbers, like just because something performs better and gets 500 likes instead of 300 likes or something like that doesn't necessarily mean it was a better post. Like there are so many other things that could have, you know, been, uh, accounted for in that situation. Um, so, but it is really interesting to think about how much people put value on anything because of numbers. Yeah. And especially because, I mean, us as creators, like we want people to feel what we're feeling. We want people to see what we see, you know, and when that doesn't happen or doesn't go the way that you expected, like, yeah, it sucks, but like, you just can't let that determine your outcome. You know what I mean? Like you can't let that determine where you're going to go. Like you just have to say, okay, well, this one didn't perform the way that I wanted to. So let me go back and let me see what I can do to fix it. Like, what can I do to hook people? You know what I mean? Like, and I think what you said when, um, you said that you had to like reevaluate your content and, you know, go back and see like, when was I thriving the most? It's important to do that as a creator. And it, it's normal to do that, you know, like it's not normal to be perfect all the time. Like people are not perfect. Like people that are inspired by us, you know, like they probably think, oh man, they have like, you know, everything comes to them and whatever, but no, right. like, it's hard. It's really hard. And it is a game, but it's a game that you have to have a positive mindset to be in. And you have to be strong in order to thrive in this industry. You know, you have to take the constructive criticism and, you know, not be offended by it, but incorporate that constructive criticism and see how you can grow as a creator and be even better you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think for any creator, that's so true. No matter, you know, if you're an influencer, you're a photographer, you're a makeup artist, whatever you are, like it's, I think it's all very valid, um, advice. Um, okay. So my, my question that I wanted to ask you next, TikTok versus Instagram, what are like your pros and cons? Do you have a preference one over the other? What are your thoughts? TikTok versus Instagram? Okay. So TikTok, I definitely am on TikTok way more, um, like for me socially, like right. just scrolling, you know, I prefer TikTok 100%. Um, just because there's so many different creators and funny stuff. I learn a lot of things, you know, so for personal use, I love TikTok. Um, but for my own brand, I like Instagram just because I feel like Instagram is such like the polished version of social media. And like, you know, you, you, you put your best work on there. And like, that's why I love Instagram. Um, TikTok is fun. And I like that I can just kind of like let loose and just like post whatever I want on there. Like, I don't really care about what I post. hundred um, percent. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, if it's hard, like if I were to choose one, like, that made the most sense for me, it would be Instagram. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm in the same shoes. I think, you know, like 
we both value high quality photography and like yeah. you just don't get that on or on TikTok no matter yeah. what you do so that if I had to get rid of Instagram I would be so upset about not having like photography um, however I love that TikTok feels like no pressure I don't yeah. give a shit about what I post yeah. on TikTok and I'll it'll throw it up and it will it will get 10,000 views and I'm like sick I don't even I just didn't even have makeup on I recorded yeah. that like randomly in some corner of my house like I love that about TikTok and I I'm trying to feel more that way about Instagram because yeah. if so, if I did, Instagram would be the perfect platform for me. Yeah. You know, like if I just cared less, but I still got like the the quality that I wanted. Yeah. It'd be perfect. I've been doing that with my Instagram stories. Like a few weeks ago, I was just having this like revelation and I was like, man. I have nothing against filters. Like I freaking love filters. Okay. I am a filter queen. I would literally throw a filter on every single story if I had to. Yep. But then I was like, this is low key, like making me feel so insecure because filters just like change how you look. And I see people on TikTok that literally just like, come on, no makeup, like nothing. And I'm like, damn, like, I want to do that. You know, like yep. I want, and I feel like when you are raw and real, like people appreciate the days where you're not looking your best. Like right. this morning, I literally posted a story. I was at a, at a park. I woke up probably like an hour ago and I just looked pretty, not so, not my greatest, you know, but I was like, who cares? Like, I'm going to post it. And I feel like people really, really appreciate that. Now, would I post like an in-feed static post with no filter? Probably not. But my stories, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's where I feel like you could just be yourself on your stories, you know? Yeah. And like on your, in like, your feed, like that's like your portfolio. Like this is who you are kind of thing. Exactly. I was just going to say yeah. portfolio. Yeah, it's, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I feel totally the same way about both platforms. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Walk us through a day in the life of, you know, content creating Sonia. So like, you know, what is your planning process look like? How do you think of ideas of like what you want to talk about in your captions or do you get inspiration for your posts? Like, how do you, how do you put it all together? Basically. Okay. So I'm going to be real honest. All right. So, so on the weekends is my shoot days. Cause Kennedy and I, we both work nine to five. So the weekends is when we dedicate creating content and I can be a little more structured. Um, but I'm not, so I kind of just put outfits together, like whatever I'm feeling that day. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to wear. And then sometimes I'll have like a location in mind. Like if we're driving around, if we're driving, I'm literally always scouting. I'm always, yep. always scouting, taking pictures. I'm like, okay, we need to go there. But then some days like we'll just drive and then we'll go and find a spot. Um, the way that I find locations is just, I don't know. Like I just envision, like I use my lens as like my camera lens and I try to envision like, okay, what would this look like? you know, how would I want to pose? And also your outfit determines like how you're going to pose and like the right. story right. of the location and concept. Um, as for captions, sometimes I write my captions the day of that I'm going to post. And it really just, I don't know, it just 
whatever I feel like I need to talk about, it just comes out. Um, but sometimes I do pre-write my captions. Like I'll tell you, like a year ago, I was definitely a little more organized, but now I'm just more like free flowing kind right. of, maybe a little all over the place sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I, I try not to stress over it too much. Yeah. You know? And, and maybe that like getting out of the structure that you were in before has helped you, you know, like maybe you didn't purposely say like, okay, I'm going to plan less, you know, but maybe that's something that works better for you. And that's fine. I know I'm the opposite. Like I, I like to have everything like planned ahead of time. And I want to know, cause I, I don't know, I'm just a very type A person, but like, that's- I love that about you. <laughs> like, <laughs> but- I want to have your structure organizational. I'm like, how the hell does Kristen literally do it all? And I just feel like I, I don't know, I'm kind of like scattered a lot and I need that structure. Like, I feel like I would thrive more if I had that structure. Um, but yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. It's, it's one of those things where everyone is always like, I wish I could, you know, same thing. Like, I wish I could do all that you do. And I'm just like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I literally just love planning and lists and organization. So like that stuff is fun for me. So I think it just like automatically happens that I can get more done and be more productive because I, I actually have fun with all of the planning and the lists and stuff. It's definitely not for everyone, but you know, type A people, they, they know about organization. (laughs) That's how you're successful, dude. Like, you know, I, I feel like I definitely need to implement structure in my routine. And like some days, like some weeks I'm like killing it. I'm like, I got my list. I'm crossing (laughs) stuff off. But then sometimes, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing today? (laughs) Where am I? I? (laughs) Where am I? What do I want to do? I don't know, but yeah, not every day is perfect. Even, I mean, even for a type A person like me, some days I'm just like, I don't know. I got nothing today. (laughs) It happens. It happens. Um, so I want to, I want to ask you as my last question to you, what do you think the future of social media looks like? Oh gosh. I know Um, it's a a lot to consider. That's a loaded question. (laughs) Well, I definitely think social media is still going to be here. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. No, obviously there is a spike and need for video. So I feel like that's definitely going to continue. Um, I'm afraid that like posts and photography is going to trickle out. Like that's my number one fear because that's just what I love to do. Um, but I don't, I don't think that it's going to, I think Instagram knows that people still love the photography aspect of it. Right. Um, right. Like where would we put our photos? Yeah. (laughs) Um, as far as Instagram, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, hopefully hopefully we don't even know. I know. Hopefully they get their shiz together and, you know, we can collectively be happier on the platform, but yeah, I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah. It's, it's a hard question to answer. Like, yeah, I don't, hard. I don't know either, but I always love asking people. Cause I'm just curious to see what people say. Like it's, I definitely agree with you. Like, I think, I think about video, 
you know, and how photo on all these platforms has evolved to everyone wanting video. And I'm like, that's great and everything, but like, what comes after video? What's more than video? You know, like I think about that a lot and I'm like, with social media, like we have to just like evolve so much. Like we have to just roll with the punches of what these platforms throw at us and everything. And I'm always thinking like, damn, like what's, what other skills are we going to have to learn in the future? Because I don't know, I don't know where things will go. You know, it was text and then it was photography and then it was video, but I just don't know what comes after that. Yeah. Maybe it's still too early. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I think, I mean, it may be early. Like how long was Instagram around? Did it come out in like 2010? I think 2010, somewhere around there. Okay. So it took us 10 to 11 years to introduce video. So maybe, maybe the next thing would be maybe like five-ish years. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a lot of lives. I can kind of see that. Oh yeah. I like want to get better at lives. I just, I get so like nervous to like talk to people and I feel like, oh my God, you should not. But I feel like, I feel like people perceive me to be like super, super confident, which like I can be in certain aspects, but then I'm low key. Like I'm an introvert and an extrovert. Like for me, like I have to be comfortable around the person in order for me to like be my true self. So like to be on a live, like I sometimes like, I don't know, I'm always like sweating and I just like dread like the beginning intro of being on a live, but I definitely want to do that more. I just need to get over my fear of public speaking, I guess. There you go. You got it. Well, there's a goal for you for the, for the next six months. We should see more lives from you. (laughs) Check in with me then. (laughs) So where can everyone who's listening find you? Do you have any fun things planned for the future? Tell us, tell us about Sonia um, and what's, what's going on with you. Uh, so you can find me Sonia X sing on all platforms. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Sonia sing over there. Um, uh, I want to, I want to start my YouTube channel up. Um, I just have to, you know, make time for it and actually like prioritize it. So like, that's something that I definitely want to work on because that's where I started from. Yeah. Um, so I want to get back into that. So I just need to like get over myself and just do it. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. And- Yay. <laughs> so YouTube videos and lives are something we yes. all will be seeing hopefully in the future yes. from you. That's exactly how I felt about this podcast. I was like, this is something I wanted to do for so long. And so I was like, shit, I'm just going to start it. One day I just sat down. I was like, let me record this shit. Andrew, get in here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's the perfect avenue for you. And I'm so happy for you. And thank, thank you so you. for having me. Of I course. Love <laughs> I love you too. All right. Thank you so much, girl. And everyone go check out Sonia's, all of her profiles, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.